Welcome to the Dr. Nikki Star Show, a podcast to support you in your spiritual awakening and personal development. As a spiritual teacher, healer, and intuitive coach, my intention is to empower you to live your ultimate potential and your ultimate life. As a former medical doctor and mystic, my role is to bridge the gap between science and spirituality to support you in understanding more of your multidimensional aspects. I share on a diverse range of topics and it's all to support your greatest becoming. My mission is to continue reaching millions of people for the healing and awakening of humankind for the creation of the new earth. Thank you for being here. Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Nikki Starr. Welcome to another episode in this season of Love and Relationships on the podcast. Today, we will be talking about facing our shadows in relationships. And this can be romantic relationship, but it can also be in all relationships. I'm going to be talking about what I believe is the energetic mechanism that causes it to happen and in as well as why it happens, the energetics of it, how it's serving for us, the gift, the gift of the shadows. And then in the bonus content, I'm going to guide us through two different energetic techniques that support you in clearing the shadows and the triggers, as well as how to physically in the body clear any residue of any contractions that may happen secondary to it. So I am very passionate about love and relationships. I always have been, as you have heard before on my podcast, I feel that one of my missions is here for the healing of the man-woman relationship because for decades, for eons, I should say, there really has been this challenge of where men and women don't always trust each other. And there is this hesitation to dive deep into love and we end up blocking it or sabotaging it or ruining the very thing that we always prayed for and dreamed of and that we know is our destiny. And so I'm a big fan of supporting people to reach states of divine union which is when we come into that state of bliss where we're living harmony most of the time, where our paths together are dharmic, and to get there is not always rainbows and unicorns and flowers and love and light. And when I say dharmic, I just want to define that term for all of our viewers. Dharmic means when your relationship serves both of your mission and purpose and that it's beyond you. It's bigger than you. It's greater than you. It's here to serve the planet, to serve others, where your love inspires others. And I've always known that I am destined for this kind of love, and I come from the lineage of the Mary Magdalene and Yeshua line. And so this is a lineage of healers, of divine union coupleship, that goes on through the many lifetimes. And we're here for healing. We're here for ascension. We're here to live as our highest potential in a way that's to co-create the heaven on earth, the new earth where there's sovereignty and freedom and love, joy, peace, happiness, and abundance for all. And because of the karmas, that we live from past lives and from our generational and ancestral line, 
we can come into this life with challenges around love, challenges because of unfinished business in past lives. And then we come and in this life, we awaken and we consciously choose to walk a spiritual path and we consciously decide, okay, I'm here to step into my highest timeline. I'm here to be my best self, whatever it takes. And the way the universe works, relationship is the technology of our reality that helps us to see ourselves. And I've talked about this in my relationship course. I've talked about this in the podcast before. And it's really spirituality 101, which is all relationships are mirrors that every single relationship, whether it's family, friends, romantic, belovedship, it's there to teach us something and to help us to know ourselves better. And the truth is, is if we see a pattern in a relationship and we see it in many of our relationships, the common denominator is us. And so whenever we see patterns in our relationship, it's information for ourselves. And it's important to remember that everything in relationship is co-creation. So if you're there, you're a part of the energetics that has made whatever happen. So it's really also about taking radical responsibility for how you show up to relationships and how you contribute to them as well. And so the path to that divine union bliss, that path to harmony in all of our relationships comes through us walking through the fire of our shadows. And when I say shadows, I mean any parts of you that push away or sabotage love consciously or unconsciously. Your shadow is the part of you that gets triggered as well. So not only does your shadow sabotage your path, but it's also the part of you that gets triggered, that can take things personally, the part of you that doesn't act from love, but instead acts from fear or acts from shame or acts from blame. So any part of you that is not living as love, embodying love, can be responsible for creating patterns in our relationship that are not serving, that are also painful. Oftentimes, the shadow aspect of ourself is connected to our pain body. And our shadow is essentially the parts of us that want to be healed. Our shadow is asking us to be healed. So every time there's a conflict, a trigger, something that happens, that's it's all asking for healing. And when we go about this shadow work through the lens of, I know that this is the portal through which divine union and divine love can happen. We have more self-compassion and we're also willing to rise to the occasion to heal it. Now, the first step in any form of shadow work is healing. And as an individual, our relationships can be the thing that bring it to the surface and to the light even more. But I have found that the more you do your own healing and personal development work and you heal a lot of your shadows and the things that you're able to identify and shed light upon, and whether it's characteristics and traits of things like jealousy or mistrust or lies or deceit or um, Um, any kind of pattern, even the part of you that might create chaos, the part of you that likes conflict, 
And even if you're like, no, of course I don't like conflict, but it's still the part of you that will create it. It'll be the part of you that wants to be right instead of happy. So that righteousness, that pride, that ego, when you feel that you're right or the parts of you that judge or that don't think anything is good enough or worthy enough. So the part that keeps you separate is also your shadow. So any part of you that keeps you separate from the others, that keeps you away from the love, which is the very thing you crave. And like I said, these can be things and patterns that happened in past lives, things that your ancestors lived And you're here to resolve that in this life. So I applaud you. Thank you for your bravery. Thank you for your courage. Thank you for doing this great work. Thank you for even listening to a podcast like this that will illuminate and activate more parts of your being. So when you're doing shadow work, it's anything that helps you dig within yourself. It could be things like therapy and coaching to look at these unconscious and subconscious patterns. It could be things like energy work and breath work. It could even be plant medicine if that path calls to you. There are many routes to looking at shadow work. And essentially, it's whatever will heal us back to wholeness. It's whatever will heal these energies and traits and patterns and bring more self-awareness so then you can consciously choose another path. So I also love working with mantras. And right now I have my the second round of my 40 Days of Kali program happening where every day we work with Kali and she is a powerful goddess and deity that through her grace, which you can think of as divine support, as miracles, we set intentions and we go in and we, with the intention to really excavate our shadows, to dissolve and destroy negative ego, anything that is not love, anything that is not light, so we can illuminate more of our truth, more of our light, more of our love. And I love spiritual practice in that sense because you don't need to know how it works. So things like energy work, mantra practice, even meditation are all powerful ways that we can access the shadow, even through purification and rituals. And I have a rituality course that goes through a lot of different types of purification rituals because essentially through intention and through the use of elements and other types of rituals, We can set the intention to clear away the densities, the triggers, the shadows, everything that is not serving our greatest good so that we can step even more into the light, into love, and live that love and harmony consistently so we are enjoying bliss in all of our relationships, be it romantic, friendship, family. And I also like to shine light on the fact that, so the more we do this shadow work, and then we get into relationship and we att- we essentially will attract a better matched partner. So the level of our self-awareness will be the level to which we'll attract in a partner with self-awareness. But even still, you still might be attracted to someone who is at a different spiritual level as you. And that's okay because they may have other traits and characteristics that are perfectly designed to trigger your shadows and to trigger the aspects of you that are asking for more love and that are asking for healing. So that's why you might attract in someone who reminds you of your father or your mother or even of your exes, because there's a pattern within the dynamic that wants to be healed. So another way to heal shadow work 
to really enhance our relationships, especially our romantic relationships, is to heal our mother wounds and our father wounds. Because oftentimes we will find and attract and want to enter into relationships with people who have the perfect setup of who they are, how they act, what they're like, the way they give their love that matches our parents because we're trying to heal it. And we keep repeating the relationship in different ways to get a different result. So the moment we step into that full responsibility and do the work to heal our mother and our father wounds, or even wounds of our past relationships that really hurt us, this is how we can attract in a partner that's an even better match to live divine union type of love. But the funny thing is, even if you do a ton of shadow work, which I did for many years, like a decade, I feel like I was on a shadow work journey, and there will be things that will only come up in the relationship. I remember at times where I was like, oh yeah, I can't wait like to meet my beloved. Like I wonder if I'm even going to be jealous anymore because I come from a lineage of Colombians and Colombian women, a lot of Latin women, it's known like in the bloodline through the ancestral line, like jealousy is a very strong energy and no matter how spiritual. And I have friends who are Colombian who are healers too, and who've done a ton of spiritual work. And they go through this same kind of like sometimes creating chaos, being jealous, being um, questioning, like whether it's this, it's this mistrust in the masculine. But the truth is in working with hundreds of women, I have found that a lot of women hold the mistrust of the masculine. And this for men and women, for masculine and feminine beings, healing your relationship with the masculine or the feminine and both meaning even if you're feminine, you heal the relationship with the feminine, can be so supportive for all of our relationships. So if you're a woman and you heal wounds connected to the feminine, you have enhanced sisterhood in your life. And if you're feminine and you heal any kind of distortion patterns or wounds with the masculine, you'll have better relationships with all men and vice versa. Same for men. So men, if you do the work in relation to women, you'll have better romantic relationships. And of course, I'm speaking to heterosexual relationships. And then if you do your work in relationship to the masculine, you'll find that you'll have enhanced relationship for just friendships in general and how you relate to other men. And so it serves our life to go digging deep into the shadows. And so if you want to do this work with me, I really recommend you come into my 40 days of Kali and I have both the first version and the second version and they both touch upon different things. So you can ask me about that and there is an option to choose both, which I recommend because it's different transmissions for both because I was in different places in my life with each one and all are serving. And I find using grace and mantra is a really easy way. It's more graceful but I also recommend all the other ways that make you face the pain and feel it. And and that's a big part of shadow work is to heal it, you must feel it. And there's no avoiding it or going around it. The way through is through. And what's beautiful is, and it's like beautiful, but not beautiful (laughs) because it's painful, 
But relationships, romantic relationships, their function are to support your greatest becoming. And the technology of romantic relationships is you are going to attract in because that's who you're attracted to. The very person who touches upon your wounds, your traumas, your triggers, and your shadows. And like I said, it's a mirror. So that person is able to activate those things in you and trigger those things in you because they hold keys to your greatest becoming. And that's why romantic relationship is so juicy with all the love and the attraction and the pleasure because it is the glue that keeps you there in the hard times. Because if you weren't attracted to a person and if the love wasn't amazing, you would run for the hills the moment things got challenging. But because there is that glue of the love, the attraction, the chemistry, the the yumminess, that keeps you there to work on your shadows. And as we talked about in past relationships, a toxic relationship won't allow you to evolve. You'll keep playing out the same loops over and over. But a relationship that still triggers your shadow and can still be chaotic, but that sees evolution and helps you both to reach new levels of your self-awareness and how you relate in love and what I like to call love ascension, that you're able to show up as more love and compassion and kindness and you see how you're managing the triggers differently and the things that used to trigger you don't trigger you anymore because you've healed through them. So if that happens, it's a great matched relationship. And we'll often see that in relationships that go the distance. So you want to ideally attract in a partner that you can do your shadow work with, that you're both, and I call this spiritual partnership, where you're both committed to your personal ascension and greatest becoming as individuals and as a couple, that you're willing to do whatever it takes. If it does require doing tantra practices together, if it requires you seeing a relationship coach together, whatever it is, if it requires that each one of you embark on different aspects, maybe one person needs to do more, and I don't want to say need, but it's one person has the self-awareness that it would serve the relationship to do emotional intelligence work. Another person sees it would serve the relationship to enhance compassionate communication. Another person might see, okay, I need to go sit with plant medicines to really dig out these traumas and wounds that are so deep and so much. And I need to, pur- and, you know, and that person needs to purge through that way. Um, just like there might be self-awareness around it would serve to do breath work or meditation to create a ba- a bigger cushion between the moment of the trigger and the moment of the reaction so that instead of reacting from that shadow place, you catch it, you have the self-awareness, and then you choose how to respond. And and that's the beauty, honestly, of relationships. And I love them so much. I love being in relationship, especially with someone who's willing, who wants to go the distance, because then you really can do anything together. And then everything can become like personal development and spiritual work to support your transformation and your evolution together, as well as as individuals. And it requires a high level of compassion. But the moment you understand the intelligence and the function of the shadow work, which is essentially to heal these parts of you that have experienced trauma, pain, wounds, and when you heal that, it's like 
you return a piece of your soul to yourself, you become more integrated, you become more harmonious within yourself, and then we see that reflection in the outside. You also build greater self-love, which then you see in your relationships as well, both you being able to give even more love as well as you being able to receive even more love. And so I feel that sometimes people do get a little bit scared when you talk about shadow work or people when they are in relationship and they see the shadow of the other person, they're like, oh my gosh, no way. Now, can you get to a level where you enter into relationship? Because I would say that maybe we could say that the ideal is that you stay in your center not triggered by anything, no matter what is happening around you, and you are always love and compassion. That's the ideal, right? That's We could say we're enlightened if we get to that place. And what I love is you can do so many hours on your spiritual mat, so many moments of chanting your mantra, so many yoga poses, so much breath work, all this plant medicine, all these things, and do all these different things. But when you're in the face of your beloved, and your beloved is perfectly matched for you, and every person on the way to your beloved also is perfectly matched to dig up and trigger and mirror to you the very thing that was asking for healing, the very thing that was asking for integration, the very thing that once integrated raises your frequency to even more of your true essence and your highest potential. Because the truth is those fragmented and fractured and traumatized and hurt parts of you that we can call the shadow, they're just wanting to return to love. They're just wanting to return to the truth of who you are and the wholeness and the oneness of who you are. That's all they want. And it's the mechanism for you to ascend for you to be the totality of who you came here to be. So it's not a scary thing. All it requires is your choice and your decision that you choose to heal your shadow. And this commitment will absolutely enhance your relationships. And if you're in relationship, I recommend you do it together and you choose a container to do it together in. So of course I recommend my 40 days of Kali. And if you're an individual, I recommend that you start the path now. Do as much of your shadow work as you possibly feel that's triggered and comes up so that you can meet a match, the best match for you. And that you can, but even still, like I said, you might attract in a partner that's at a different spiritual level that maybe didn't do shadow work or maybe has done more than you. I really trust in the intelligence of attraction. I really believe that if we have attraction to someone, they have something to teach us. They are a master teacher. So it's it's all perfect. Whoever you choose to go on the spiritual journey with, and I'm going to have a podcast episode about spiritual partnership, which is different from regular partnership, but we're touching upon it a little bit here. And it is my greatest desire that every couple live divine union, that every couple and well, every single find their beloved, and that every couple enter into the kind of union that supports each other's greatest becoming. And the moment we put all the guilt and shame aside around our shadow and to see it like our inner child, because a lot of times it can be, 
It can be aspects of our inner child that are acting out, creating the shadow. And the moment we come into greater self-compassion and know that we're doing our best and really show up as our best, this level of self-acceptance, self-love, softening, allowing, compassion, all of it starts to enhance all of our relationships. And so I thank you for doing this great work. I thank you for coming on the Kali journey for 40 days with me, if that's what you decide. I thank you for subscribing to the bonus content so you can receive healings and activations each week, sometimes directed at your ego and your shadow and the parts of you that might be standing in the way of greater love. And so I thank you for tuning in this week. I will see you inside 40 Days of Kali as well as the bonus content. Thank you for being here. Big kiss, and I'll see you next time. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Dr. Nikki Star Show. Please like this podcast and share it with anyone you feel would benefit. Subscribe to the podcast to receive bonus content. And remember, every Monday, the video version goes live on my YouTube channel. Thank you so much for being on the Ascension Path with me and for doing this great work.